Welcome to the Boost Podcast with Kelly Leonard. The podcast providing you with immediate access to tools, tips, and tactics to boost your business success, build your brand, optimize relationships, obtain more leads, secure thought leadership space, and tap into new markets. It's the Boost Podcast. And now, here's Kelly Leonard. Welcome back to the Boost Podcast. Thank you for joining us. Today's episode features Dr. Joy Nicole Martinez. Dr. Joy is a consultant, trainer, and executive coach for nonprofits and purpose-driven organizations. She's the CEO of the Alchemist Agency and has helped clients win grants and build capacity. The part of Boost that she'll address today is optimize relationships. Listen in closely to how Dr. Joy shares the value of building strong inner circles through advisors to help advance your business cause, mission, and vision. Welcome to the show, Dr. Joy. Hello, and thank you. I'm so excited to be here. I am super excited to to have you on the program. And so I just want to leap right in. First things first, the Alchemist Agency. How did you come up with the name of your company? So I truly believe that business is a combination of different aspects. It is absolutely training and education, but it's also a lot of just magic and soul. And alchemy really refers to turning something that is supposedly worthless into something invaluable Mm. by adding a bit of magic and science. So we use the breadth of education and then a little bit of magic and together we create some alchemy. And so we turn what most people might think is something worthless into something that's invaluable. Wow. So you're sprinkling pixie dust everywhere, doing big things for business, right? Awesome. That is beautiful. That is so unique and and clever. I think, you know, we we sometimes miss that business is really about humanity and humans are absolutely magical. Mm. Okay. Now on that note, I read an interesting statement from you where you mentioned that your heart exists where wealth, philanthropy, wellness, and shelter intersect. So I understand most of those things, but I was like, shelter? What? How does that fit into the equation? So tell me more about that statement. What do, what do you mean there? So I truly believe that for the population to be healthy, they have to have several things. And one of the major parts is shelter. Shelter looks different for everyone. Um, what I may consider to be a home, the next person may not consider to be a home. But more than just a physical building, we're looking at shelter, the thing that protects you, the thing that guards you and makes you feel safe. That is what I mean by shelter. Housing and shelter are not necessarily the same thing. Mm-hmm. We all know we can live in a, in a house, a physical space that may not provide great shelter. Mm. Absolutely. So, but, yeah, and then there's that whole yeah. notion, the difference between a house and a home, too, right? Right. So for us to be well, we have to have every aspect of our being spoken to. You know, our physical being, our mental being, and our shelter, the thing that makes us able to go out another day and succeed and to try and to fail forward. We need all of those things working together and intersecting for the entire population of a community to be well. 
Wow. So that is a very noble cause. And with that in mind, how do you, in your role as the leader of the Alchemist Agency, how do you practically live that out? Like what is a typical, or maybe there is no such thing as a typical day, but what type of work, what does your work look like? Who are the types of clients that you support and serve? Tell me more about your background. So, um, yeah, there's no typical day. (laughs) 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 Maybe someday. Um, But it's typical in the sense that I work with varied industries. So my clients may be a a housing agency or a public housing agency. It may be a developer, maybe a healthcare center or a federally qualified healthcare center, um, nonprofit hospital. It may just be the local library looking for additional funds or a charter school. All of those parts of a community I try to speak to in my work, whether it's raising funds through events or writing a grant or helping them manage their donor and creating a donor management system or just dealing with their HR, internal issues, training their board, helping them to write policy and procedure. My goal is to increase the capacity of those industries and those organizations and companies so they can appropriately and accurately, and when I mean accurately, I mean based on the people they are trying to reach, react to and support the people in their population. Wow. And so how long have you been in business and sort of what led you to start your company? So I'm celebrating 20 years this year. Wow. What a great milestone. Congratulations. (laughs) Thank you. We, We had a name change a few years ago. But the, the work is the same. Mm-hmm. Um, it actually started with my parents. Believe it or not, I lost my father on the 5th of this month. Wow. And we've been talking about his work. And so we've been talking about how his work really influenced me. So my father started a medical center and this old grocery store. Hmm. And though I was, I was not in school for that at all. I kind of became the grant seeker, um, just trying to be helpful mm-hmm. while I was in school, just trying to help them find funds to grow it and to support it because a lot of times their patients couldn't afford to pay. Mm-hmm. And then that led to learning more about healthcare, which led to more about the community as a whole and the gaps and the disparity that was occurring in that community. So it kind of was an outgrowth naturally from just seeing my parents really give to a community in a way that eventually just affected me clearly for a lifetime. Yeah, absolutely. Because I know, I happen to know that one of the questions that I asked you um, was as a child, what did you want to be when you grow up? And, And you had mentioned wealthy enough to start nonprofits and hospitals all over the world. So it Leads me to now ask you, is it because that you were exposed to and seeing some of the the challenge that people were facing as you were admiring and watching your parents create and build their business? It was that and faith. Mm. I am a true believer that blessings are for the giving, Mm -hmm. always have been. Mm -hmm. And so when I wrote that, as a child, I always thought if I'm just wealthy enough Not that I would give it all away, right? But I would give so much because if you have that much, surely you'd want to give as much as you possibly could. I just have always believed that's the appropriate response to being blessed is that you bless others. Mm, Absolutely. 
So yeah, that whole notion of, of giving. And so it's interesting because I, um, you know, in order for you to be a blessing, it's then building this business where you're in a position where you're creating wealth and sustainability inside of your business. However, I have a question for you with regard to pricing, because I know that's part of perhaps a challenge that many of us have, particularly as um, Christians in, in business, this whole notion of, ah, I feel bad charging this person really, you know, a, a fair value because, you know, I really don't quote unquote need the money and I don't know that they have the money. So share with me some of the challenges or your approach to pricing and how you've been able to navigate that whole process. Um, so you're absolutely right. Pricing was always a struggle for me. Um, again, in wanting to give, I would fall into this pattern of taking on a client that really was costing me more mm. than I was earning. Mm -hmm. You know, and when we talk about our time and our investment in ourselves and in our company, when you haven't sat down, when you really didn't take the time to ask yourself what you're worth, you know, what is an hour of my time worth? What is my education worth? Um, we're not actually taught to really do that. Mm -hmm. And typically we take jobs where someone does it for us. Mm -hmm. they, they tell us what we're worth right. as far as monetary value, right? right. When, you're, when you're the entrepreneur, you have to sit down and say, no, seriously, not just what do I need to make per year or what is my goal for the month, but what have I invested and what do I need as a return on that investment? And it was a very challenging conversation with myself mm -hmm. for me. Mm -hmm. And it took me several years. So in the beginning, my business struggled because I struggled to really believe that my investment was worth the re return that I knew would make me profitable. It was just my own self-belief, mm -hmm. my own confidence. But over years and a lot of good friends and that inner circle of quote-unquote board members that would say, well, are you crazy? Right. You know, you yeah. get, you really have to have people in your corner that say, no, you give too much. You've done too much. This is extraordinary. You know, that people who will review with you and who will look at what you're doing and say, this is great or this could be improved and then show you how and why and help you look at what the market will bear and then what you really need mm -hmm. and not just for the moment, but to sustain your business in the long term. And I'm, I've been blessed with really great board members. And, when I, and I mean that inner circle of friends and colleagues who've been very honest with me and helped me in that internal conversation. That's beautiful. Yeah, those relationships are, are super important. So how would you, if I'm a new entrepreneur and I'm listening in right now and I'm sort of struggling with this whole, you know, just being in business, what one thing would you, in terms of building this inner circle, what piece of advice would you give to me in terms of how do I effectively begin this process or evaluate maybe the people that are around me currently to start this process of building a really strong inner circle that's going to serve me well? I think the first step when you're starting your business is to know your purpose. When you know your purpose, you can evaluate people's role in helping you achieve that purpose. So you can vet, so to speak, the people who are giving information or giving you input or advice based on ultimately what you're trying to get out of the work. So they may not be your friend, 
mm. or your cousin mm-hmm. or your buddy, right? You may not even know them on a personal level, mm. but when you're clear about your purpose, you can adjust, you can evaluate, you can eliminate relationships that don't help you achieve that target. It's when we aren't really clear what we want out of a thing that we're not sure how to get the best material for it. Wow. You know, if, you know what I mean? If yep. you're building a home, but you don't quite know what it's supposed to look like, you may just go buy a faucet, but it won't fit in the bathroom that you're designing because you don't really know for sure, ultimately, what you want that bathroom to be. Mm-hmm. Whether it's just for function, if it's for relaxation, right? So right. It's, it's for me, the first step is to truly understand your purpose, not just I want a barbershop or I want to start a private school or I want to provide health care to indigent populations. Mm-hmm. What's your ultimate purpose? And when you find that, you can start to really look at who's giving input and determine where they may, where you may have people close to you in business. They may need to be moved out more mm-hmm. into your personal life. Mm-hmm. And then some of those people that you have in your personal life, you may need to move closer into your corporate life. Gotcha. So essentially you're saying there needs to be some level of alignment, I guess, between these people perhaps buying into your purpose or your vision. Is that what you're? Absolutely. Okay. Wow. Absolutely. Not just alignment. They have to really get it. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, I said buy-in is one thing. Mm-hmm. People will say, oh, yes, I think that's a great idea. Fantastic. So they have some level of buy-in. Mm-hmm. But your inner circle has to be bigger than that. They have to buy into your idea and your vision. They have to understand it with great clarity. They have to have some knowledge of your strength and weakness. I mean, it just becomes a very intimate relationship, even if it's not personal and private. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So it's funny. I'm reminded of this statement as you were saying that in terms of commitment level, there's this whole notion of bacon and eggs. So the chicken was dedicated, but the pig was committed. So, right, because <laughs> one participated, but one committed gave their life to the cause. So do we, want, right. do we want a chicken or do we want a pig? And so right. it's so critical that we, uh, I know it's probably not the prettiest picture in the world. We need to look for the pigs in our life, right? <laughs> Who's committed to help us to advance this purpose in our business. So, wow. This is this is awesome. So what word of advice or what advice would you give to someone who's perhaps frustrated or contemplating giving up today, whether it be just in life or in business? What what advice, what piece of advice would you give? Don't quit. Mm. It's okay to stop. Pausing is acceptable for realignment. Quitting. Don't quit. Awesome. And on that note, if folks are listening in and they want to stay connected or get connected with you, what's the best way for them to um, reconnect with you? I am on LinkedIn, um, of course. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I'm on Twitter at Joy Nicole M. That's my Twitter handle. And I am on Instagram under Alchemist Agency. Awesome. Well, we are so grateful and thankful for your contributions to today's podcast, Dr. Joy. Thank you so much for your time. Oh, it's been such a pleasure, Kelly. Thank you. I love what you do. I'm excited about your work. So thank you so much for the opportunity to share. Oh, thank you. Have a great day. 
You too. Well, that does it for this episode of the Boost Podcast. I hope you heard something in today's episode that motivates and equips you to boost your business success. If you've got a moment, it would mean the world to me if you could please write a review, subscribe to the podcast, or share it with a friend. For more information, you can check out kellytleonard.com. I'd also love to connect with you on social media. I am KT Leonard on LinkedIn and Facebook and Kelly T. Leonard on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you to our producer and master of all things podcasty, Claude Jennings. And thank you so much for tuning in. I look forward to catching up with you on the next episode of the Boost Podcast.